our human mind is so used to making things complicated and achieving something we veer off into this kind of sort of pseudo world of thoughts because we're just so so caught up into the human experience that that's the only thing it's just how how hypnotic the mind is and how strong that pull is to, towards having to do something to make something when you let go of everything and you don't try and do anything whatsoever presence is here of course it was always here prior to any trying and all of that stuff anyway but it's here it's the one thing you can count on <laughs> it's the one no thing or thing or whatever you want to call it that you can count on it's just here life is here like god is here the absolute is here powering this moment absolutely saturating every single aspect of this moment without needing to try to get to the absolute it's really too simple for words as it's been said a million times of course but it's so counter to how we feel generally it feels like i need to try and do this and that and this and that to get to somewhere so i can then experience non-duality whatever my idea of non-duality is we seem to make it difficult <laughs> but it's actually incredibly simple this moment is already happening it's so it's when you get really simple with it you start to be able to appreciate that's the case already and there's a kind of relaxing into it naturally when you notice that this is already happening that presences or awareness or whatever name you want to give this ineffable substanceless sentient substance <laughs> um it's the fact it's already here once you recognize that you, you just sort of relax into it and realize okay i don't need to make this happen it's always here this is always my anchor it's always absolutely safe and present and it's just a case of not allowing your assumptions and interpretations to tell you what that is not going for your cartoon world of separate objects and events and people and things and going to the direct experience of this inseparable event so the simpler you can get with what's here now, the better really for appreciating this. It's always here regardless of whether you're being complicated or being simple, but it's easier to appreciate it when you're being very approaching it very simply. And you can explore it more deeply from there. There's the intelligence there. You can do this with absolutely everything. And uh, it's again, it's just it's being with reality directly. It's going with the direct intelligence that is there and it's just inviting you every moment this presence is the very fabric of reality what is presence presence is this presence is this isness this suchness of the only moment there is this is a perpetual endless moment presence is this here-ness is this now-ness the only here-ness, the only now-ness. Presence is absolute. It's not dualistic. It doesn't have an opposite. It's not relative. Presence absolutely saturates, permeates everything, and everything is made of presence. The very nature of all things is this presence we're pointing to. It's not presence and that which is present. There's only presence. 
because presence is absolute. And like you said, if you just get really simple, just here now, you know it is self-affirming. It's knowable because it's all you know. So when you feel directly into experience, you don't find you and the thing you're being with, the experience you're experiencing. You only find being, you only find experiencing, you only find the intimacy, the immediacy of presence. You only need to let go of your assumptions, put aside your concepts, be absolutely open-heartedly, non-conceptually here, just here, just being. You find this absolute sentient presence. And work with the senses, work with raw sensation. You don't find anything beyond the sensing. That's such an incredible recognition, it really is. You don't find anything beyond sensing. You know, the sensory experience of anything is non-dual. It's not to interpret the mind as being some problem. We don't mean to talk about the mind that way, that's not what we're saying. Thought is intelligence. It is. It's a distorted, contracted, dense version of intelligence, but it is pure intelligence as well. We're just saying that there's another way. You're used to the mind's way, the mind's route into this, that it doesn't really lead to anything fruitful. So drill into sensation, the pure presence of sentient aliveness. It presents as not feeling like it, it presents as feeling like a person, presents as the mundane life, it presents as a spiritual life, presents as everything. That's really the point. It presents as everything and anything. What is it? Well, it's you. It's pure presence. It's sentient intelligence. You already are present, you already are here, and you are what you're searching for. The very presence is what you're searching for. You're listening to the Non-Duality Podcast. This is Nick Hyam from thewholenessofexperience.com and here with me is Paul Dobson. Non-duality is already the fact, but our human mind is so used to making things complicated and achieving something. It's very tempting to go via the mind and try and work it all out via the mind. We veer off into this kind of sort of pseudo world of thoughts because we're just so, so caught up into the human experience that that's the only thing. And feels like in the mind that you can work something out that you can do some kind of mind trick that you can if you just get the right formula in the mind and the right thinking pattern and just figure something out almost like a mathematical equation in the mind that you can bring yourself to a state of presence or something like that but what's bizarre is when you let go of everything and you don't try and do anything whatsoever presence is here of course it was always here prior to any trying and all of that stuff anyway. But it's here. It's the one thing you can count on. <laughs> it's the one no thing or thing or whatever you want to call it that you can count on. It's just here. Life is here. Like God is here. The absolute is here. Powering this moment. Absolutely saturating every single aspect of this moment without needing to try to get to the absolute. 
it's really too simple for words, as it's been said a million times, of course, but it's so counter to how we feel generally. It feels like I need to try and do this and that and this and that to get to somewhere so I can then experience non-duality, whatever my idea of non-duality is. We seem to make it difficult. <laughs> it's actually incredibly simple. A, a thing P Peter Brown used to say quite a lot was um, try and turn this off. Try You're experiencing now. Try and turn it off. <laughs> it's quite a good inquiry, I found. Because you can't, it's already happening. It kind of undercuts that feeling that I'm making this happening, which is a really subtle, really, I think it goes really quite deep, that feeling, that I'm somehow making this moment happen. That I'm doing this moment somehow. That actually it's already there. It's like an afterthought that kind of claims that it's doing the moment, which we then latch onto as a sort of, for a feeling of safety or something. I don't know what that is. But um, this moment is already happening. It's, so it's when you get really simple with it, you start to be able to appreciate that's the case already. And there's a kind of relaxing into it naturally. It's a kind of feeling of like how sleep happens naturally. Letting it happen. It just happens. It does itself. It's just a, you just relax into it. You don't think I'm going to manufacture some sleep now I'm going to work my way into sleep it just happens and uh when you notice that this is already happening that presences or awareness or whatever name you want to give this ineffable substanceless sentient substance <laughs> um the fact it's already here once you recognize that you, you just sort of relax into it and realize okay I don't need to make this happen it's always here. This is always my anchor. It's always absolutely safe and present. And it's just a case of not allowing your assumptions and interpretations to tell you what that is. Not going for your cartoon world of separate objects and events and people and things and going to the direct experience of this inseparable event. And um, you can do that by going via the senses. That's that's a great a great routine. Just going direct experience, not thinking about your experience, not thinking about like different parts of the body or anything like that. Just feeling. Yeah, the simplicity of presence. What is presence? Presence is this. Presence is this isness, this suchness of the only moment there is. This is a perpetual endless moment and it has nothing to do with time because often we think about presence and we associate it with time it's the present moment as opposed to the previous moment as opposed to the next moment but presence has nothing to do with time presence is this here-ness is this now-ness the only here-ness the only now-ness presence is absolute it's not dualistic it doesn't have an opposite it's not relative Presence is not the space around an object or around you, an individual. Presence absolutely saturates, permeates everything, and everything is made of presence. Like, the very nature of all things is this presence we're pointing to. It's not presence and that which is present. There's only presence, because presence is absolute. The word absolute means unrestricted free from limitation, complete, 
free from imperfection, not relative to something else. And like you said, if you just get really simple, just here now, you know, it's self-affirming. It's knowable because it's all you know. It's just how how hypnotic the mind is and how strong that pull is to, towards having to do something to make something. It's the kind of mental formulations and the efforts that feels like it's some that's this kind of pseudo intuition that makes it feel like that's the right way to go. But actually what it does is that's the only thing that seems to veil the absolute presence that's here already. <laughs> it's yeah, because then you're just you're viewing presence through these kind of like this this lens of storylines and narrative and and they're just um kind of intellectualizations and concepts so the simpler you can get with what's here now the better really for appreciating this it's always here regardless of whether you're being complicated or being simple but it's easier to appreciate it when you're being very approaching it very simply it's difficult to imagine (laughs) how simple this is because you can't imagine it in fact because it's already what is already here what is already absolutely here it's already here you don't there's no thoughts pattern that you can go to to make it appear it's already here that's noticing the thought pattern that's noticing the feelings not as an effortful thing it's already there noticing it's it's how you know you're alive it's how you know you're sentient it's how you know you're aware in any sense whatsoever it's not the thinking of knowing that you're alive it's not the thinking that knowing you're sentient it's not those thoughts it's that this moment is happening at all it's that you're aware at all that you can even be listening to this in any way whatsoever <laughs> without trying to listen if you are listening right now just re- just notice how you don't need to make any effort whatsoever in order to listen this sounds just automatically happening in your awareness there's no and there's no separation between you and the sounds but are you believing in storylines are you being taken in by the narrative and the concepts that are coming up and believing the thoughts that are coming up and then kind of identifying with those and taking those to be what's what's actually happening this cartoon version of what's actually here or are you able to be subtle and appreciate this as it actually is it seems like a constant invitation but you can't make the presence happen it's just here it's the one thing you can't make you can't make presence <laughs> you can't you can improve at maybe your yoga practice or improve at um bring your attention to certain phenomena within presence and you know maybe a so-called like mindfulness practice of some kind it's just here regardless of what you're doing it's just here and this it feels like rather it's rather than a, a a talent or a or something someone works towards it's almost like um it could be said more like it's like an art form in some ways just to go into subtlety to be with things very subtly and gently like to have a very gentle touch of things as opposed to like i'm gonna make this happen i'm gonna find presence it's more like um i'm gonna get with this so be so subtle with my experience right now that i am able to notice that i myself being here as experience 
experience noticing itself experiencing very subtly just appreciating itself experiencing it has that more more like that kind of feel to it but um just come back to this direct experiences a direct experience of the senses just coming directly into the feeling of what's this this finger sitting on feel like what does the feet ground under my feet feel like without any labels without any concepts just for direct experience smells tastes and it brings you back here into the simplicity and you can explore it more deeply from there there's the intelligence there yeah yeah just get really subtle really basic really simple really primary and feel directly into your experience you know radical empiricism just what is here now and what what is this that is here telling me about itself without going into intuition speculation or stories what is this experience telling me about its deeper truth and go there just stay with it be with it there is no being with ultimately there's only being that's what you find when you feel directly into experience you don't find you and the thing you're being with the experience you're experiencing you only find being you only find experiencing you only find the intimacy the immediacy of presence yet mysteriously it takes on a multiplicity of forms it presents itself as an infinite spectrum of texture. You only need to let go of your assumptions, put aside your concepts, be absolutely open-heartedly, non-conceptually here, just here, just being. You find this absolute sentient presence. And work with the senses. Work with raw sensation. That's a really, it's a really powerful doorway into this really powerful mental conception is also a mode of this this sentient presence thinking imagining remembering and all that but it's just we're already sort of so wrapped up and so hypnotized by that mode thought is less effective which is why most spiritual traditions talk about finding that thought free space whether that be through prayer or meditation or yoga or some other practice, because thought is just really mystifying and the clarity is in the raw sensation beyond thought. But thought can definitely be a doorway as well. I mean, anything can be a doorway. So just be absolutely there, absolutely there with that raw sensation. That's your direct route into the nature of all things. It really is. I don't find the conceptual form in that raw sensation, but I do find a definite, positive, affirming presence that says to me, this is the nature, whatever this is, I'm calling it presence, it's not presence. This is the nature of what's here. This rawness of experience, that's the nature of what's here. That's the, that's the truth of what's here. It's not to bypass the gross appearance of experience in favour of some kind of elusive subtlety. 
as a way to escape. This is not bypassing. This is going right into experience with the question, what is the nature of this experience? It is I am. It is you. It's existence. It's whatever you are. We call it lamps and chairs and tables and headaches. Whatever is present. It's the one presence appearing as different from itself. Like the lamp derives its presence from true presence. Presence provides a kind of support for the lamp object, without which it couldn't be. The lamp can't be present without deriving its presence from true presence, (laughs) which is an interesting one to explore. So anything you're experiencing is present. The conceptual appearance of, I'm holding a remote control here for, for my TV. I call it a remote control, but that conceptual formation derives its reality from ultimate reality, derives its presence from ultimate presence. So reality, presence, whatever this is, is the is the very nature of what's here and is only what's here. The ultimate nature of the remote control is what we're pointing to. We're just calling it presence for now. But the ultimate nature of presence is not a remote control. So if you find an object where you are, just let your eyes glance on an object. Notice the body as well, which is kind of like another object, you could say, unless you personify it and call it my body. There's definitely something present. There's some isness. I mean, I can't... To say thing doesn't seem quite right. There's an actuality there. I can take it apart and rip it up and smash the bulb and I I wouldn't find the lamp anywhere and I zero in to any part of that lamp I don't find a lamp so that its ultimate nature can't be a lamp when I zoom into any aspect of this body any portion of this um, thing I'm calling the body I don't find a body that can't be its ultimate nature so there aren't two things here because the ultimate nature of the lamp and the ultimate nature of the body is inconclusive however there is an isness there's still an isness even when you recognize that there's still an actuality there's still a presence there's two presences right (laughs) two presences makes no sense can you find the point where the body ends and the lamp or whatever it is begins can you find the end of the body's presence and the beginning of the lamp's presence do they have their own presences or is there just presence a non-conceptual reality so there's a positive affirmation of some isness just one isness one presence yeah it's the immediate experience like the immediacy of this moment the fact that this is a like a river flow of experience and the body appears within that, and the lamp appears within that, and both are nameless. It's just here as one flow. So if I am then just there immediately with it, and I just put aside my concepts and anything I've learned about lamps, about time and space, about bodies, and just feel directly into this direct experience, uh, the immediacy of it, it's there in an obvious way, which 
can't be broken down and really spoken about very easily. But it's there. There's an obviousness. There's an obviousness to it. It's there in a way that doesn't. What you can't. Yeah, you can't write in words. You can't write a, a thing about it and it makes sense. You can't break it down and intellectualize it. It's not a formula. It's just. It's simpler than all formulas. It's just here, and it's so. It is so bizarre as well when you start looking at the feeling of where the quote unquote body ends and where the lamp begins. If you drop body and if you drop lamp as ideas, as concepts, and you drop an idea of experience starting somewhere at a place called the body, it becomes much simpler and you just see in a very subtle way that's not a gap you need to bridge in some way. You know, there's no gap, there's no gaps here. There's no it's it just it's just um an interpretation it's an overlay that says there's gaps that need bridging and it's innocent you know it that is seems to be how this world this maya quote unquote maya works is it seem really seems like there's gaps separating everything when viewed through that particular lens of i am the body but what if the body's already appearing within experience it's something more primary than that so, I mean, if you just feel into your body, like with your eyes closed and you just feel it, it's just, you can't describe that. What you only can go, the only way you can describe what you're feeling right now, if you feel your body with your eyes closed is to call it a body, is to go to the information you've quote unquote learned about what that is. But if you, <laughs> if you go directly to the experience of it, it's, and I can't use anything I've learned previously. I can't use any words, any information I've gathered about it that anyone's told me about it or that I've assumed to be true myself. It's something else. It doesn't fit within words and concepts and information. It's, I always have to refer to something else to say anything about it whatsoever. I have to refer to something. And I have to make an assumption that there's something there called a body. But all I can actually say that's anywhere near truth, and it's not ultimately true, this statement, is that it's experience. It's experience. What experience is, I don't actually know. But I can say that's about as near as I can get is saying the body is experience. I am an experiential flow of phenomena. And whatever that happens to be, but it's it's um, certainly not something dense and solid called a body, <laughs> especially when you feel into it with your eyes closed. That becomes really clear. Then, um, yeah, it's uh, it's actually a lot simpler. So just if you're doing that exploration, just be as simple with it as you can. Just be here. Drop all the or drop all notions of lamps and bodies, and just feel directly into it. And it, it reveals itself. It's got its own wisdom. It's the guru of presence, <laughs> the guru of experience itself. It teaches itself. It shows, it leads the way. That's my favorite exploration to go to. It's probably become obvious through the chats you and I have every single week that we like going to that as an exploration, going by the senses, the direct experience of the senses, the raw, non-interpretive experiential sense data like it's 
They're not even censors. <laughs> that's a kind of that's a porcelain. That's a porcelain itself because it, it just bypasses the conceptual mind. And as you said, it's not that there's anything wrong with thinking and concepts <laughs> and the mind. It's just very hypnotic. It's very uh, yeah seductive. When you go straight to the senses, the, you're down to the raw intelligence there. You're down to the raw intelligence of reality itself there. You, it's bypassing that process, and it's a lot clearer there. It's like um, it's like climbing onto a mountaintop, and you get a much clearer view as opposed to being stuck in the smog of the mind. You know, you're just going directly with it, and it's like it's a different intelligence. Senses know. Senses know already. It's only the interpretations of the senses that can get distorted and mixed up. When you engage that way, sensory level, non-interpretive experiencing of experience, you find that the senses are not not even immediate feedback, but they are feeling back themselves. <laughs> like you don't find anything beyond the sensing. That's such an incredible recognition it really is you don't find anything beyond sensing now feel the chair beneath you again work on the sensory level the tactile sense of touch just as an easy way into this as we've been saying and it's worth repeating again and again and again there isn't just one doorway explore whatever feels resonant for you that's the key the key to the door is to follow your resonance that's your sad guru that's your true guru your true guide but if you if you engage on a non-interpretive level with raw sensation and feel the chair beneath you you don't find chair you find a thought not in the sensation you just find the habitual thought that says this is a chair well like you said and use the a lovely analogy earlier stand on top of the mountain above the smog the mystifying smog and look down look straight down to find the nature of the mountain so to speak don't be distracted by the smog so stand above the smog and drill into the mountain with your attention and attention is nothing but awareness ultimately sensors do give immediate feedback but what they're feeding back is themselves. The sense we call hearing doesn't receive anything. Hearing isn't a bridge that connects the ear with the sound. There's no such split in experience. There's just the hearing. There's just the hearing itself, the process of hearing. So it's not like the senses bring immediate feedback. That's true. That's like a deeper truth. They are a direct route into this and you do find on, on one so-called level, of course, or on her levels, you have to speak and undo everything you say in this conversation. But beyond that level, that non-level, that what it's bringing is nothing but itself. The sensory experience of anything is non-dual. When you're doing any of these inquiries, you may find that the mind's really busy. The mind just keeps distracting you and keeps saying, yeah, but it's like this, yeah, but it's like that. It's one interpretation, but it isn't one you have to buy into. Don't buy into any interpretation. Just see them all as 
being half-truths. They give a take, but on an ultimate level, they're bullshit, <laughs> basically. It's not to interpret the mind as being some problem. We don't mean to talk about the mind that way. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying that there's another way. You're used to the mind's way, the mind's route into this, that it doesn't really lead to anything fruitful. So drill into sensation, the pure presence of sentient aliveness. Because that's the thing you find when you engage with the senses, you just find aliveness. You look around you and you can see the shimmering of consciousness. Yeah, quite easily on it when you look at a white wall. Once you see it, you can't not see it. Oh, but it's the blood vessels in the eyes. It's blood moving, that's what you're seeing. Yeah, but that's still consciousness. <laughs> in your empirical take on what you see, you can't find a difference between the movement of blood and the wall. There's one movement in your direct experience. There's just the shimmering. I'm calling it consciousness because it's just one word. We could call it intelligence. The visible shimmering of intelligence. When you listen to any sound, and of course you're not listening to a sound, you're just listening to listening, can you hear the same, the same aliveness? Can you feel it? Can you smell it? Can you taste it? And can you think it? Yeah, of course you can. Because thinking, thought, is intelligence. It is. It's a distorted, contracted, dense version of intelligence but it is pure intelligence as well yeah this is why all the great zen masters and zokchen masters and whoever else have at some point employed meditation it's not because that's the only way and it's not because the goal is to end up with no thinking it's just a much easier landscape in which to explore this for some not for everyone but for a lot of people, it's much easier to explore this when the thoughts aren't jabbering away and they're not trying to divert your attention over here. They're not pulling you here and there and going, you know, look at me, look at me, <laughs> come back into duality. It's just an easy, it's an easy place to explore experience for me and I'm sure for many others. So that's, um, like you say, it's not the, but it's not with the end goal of ending with, you don't, you're not trying to get to a place of no thought. That's not what the point of all this is. It's just a good exploration ground. It's it's a way to explore experience. But if you can do that with thought still going on, that's a really interesting <laughs> exploration. Thought itself is is fascinating. It's like the light of reality reflected into broken shards. Like um, like it's not accurate, but it's still made of reality. What it's saying is not accurate, but it's still made with the light of reality so you don't need to believe what it says but you can you can really witness it as an energy event of reality itself and you can look at it and that if you i wouldn't recommend starting with thought as an exploration but if you can i think it's a really liberating thing to explore because thought tends to be the, the maker of all the trouble <laughs> um as miraculous and incredible as it is as, as an event as everything is it's it does it is the cause of all suffering and trouble it would seem but you can explore the texture of thought and the fact you can be aware of thought and explore it is is revealing in itself you're not limited to it you know 
it's downstream from what you are. You can actually feel the texture of thought as an experience. It's very, very subtle in comparison to feeling the texture of a chair, you could say. But it's it's still there. It's still very much there. It just requires a, a high degree of su- ability to be with subtlety, I think. Uh, but you can you can feel it. You can feel thought. You can look at thought. You can just think. So say if you're someone who this is what I, one I've tried. If you, if you're someone who meditates with a mantra, that's great. And the mantra can be used as a vehicle into quiet states of of um, consciousness. You know where you're just nice and quiet and you're peaceful and relaxed. And that's that's uh, you know could be said to be generating sattva within the three gunas and it's it's help it's a helpful place to be it's climbing to the top of a mountain top mountain top so you can have a look around but what you can do if you want to add another extra like get deep into that is you can keep your mantra you don't need to make your mantra go anyway you don't need to change your meditation practice whatever your mantra happens to be but you can watch the mantra and as you repeat it in your mind when you meditate start to feel what that arises out of what it's made of like what is its nature like because it's a thought which isn't too distracting it's actually a thought which is helping bring your attention to this moment but it's also it can be a a um a doorway as as an exploration point you can do this with absolutely everything and uh it's again it's just it's being with reality directly it's going with the direct intelligence that is there and bypassing your usual interpretations um so whatever is most fruitful for you in doing that i'd say explore it there's no rules there's zero rules with this there's no rules <laughs> people in the past might have made out that there were some kind of rules to, to what you should or shouldn't be doing but it's um i'd say that's false personally it's just a way in which you approach what you are doing which it can be more fruitful than others. The thing is, we already, like you say, we already know this. This is where linearity goes out the window and progressing towards somewhere, as far as knowing this that we're talking about, is you already knew this when you were a child. When you were a baby, you already completely knew this without words, without without the concepts to say, oh, yes, yeah, <laughs> I know this. You couldn't talk about it, but you were absolutely absorbed in it completely without even reflecting upon it. And often people have said that come to see this clearly, have said it feels very much like they did when they were a child, like something they had lost when they were a child. And I can concur with that when this is felt to be seen clearly. It just, it's got a real innocence to it and freedom to it it's something that was i it's remember it's all like remembering it it's a it's like it's already you know it's a like you say a familiarity it's not getting something new i think as human beings we can evolve and do all sorts of kind of things you know and work through difficulties and we can see therapists and we can get our body stronger and i think all of that is valuable uh, this that's not really what this is this particular conversation is about this is about something that's already existing that's already here that is already the case and it's your anchor it's you could say it's god walking with you at all times it's 
the most loving possible presence with you at all times. It doesn't take away from anything you want to learn through human life or anything you want to do or any kind of traumas you want to heal or anything. It's the thing that's always here. It's always accompanying you because it is you. It is you ultimately. It's re And recognizing it, it also is healing. As a side effect, it is healing. But if there's no other reason to do it, just do it to know <laughs> that you are safe and that all is well. Because that's what this is constantly trans transmitting. It's just constantly transmitting those messages. All is well. All is absolutely well. All is beyond well. You are absolutely fine. Don't worry. It's okay. <laughs> that's all this is. This is always transmitting that message. This presence, awareness, experience, whatever you want to call it, is always transmitting that message. When it's noticed, you could... Again, a lot of what I say sounds dualistic, but it's the only way to talk. So <laughs> apologies to any advisic police out there. But it, you could say it's communicating. You're making communication with that trans, that thing that's transmitting the message. You're making contact with it. When you feel into experience, you're making contact with it. You're getting to know it. When you really feel, every time you feel experience directly and subtly, and don't go off into the interpretations and veer off into the stories about it and just feel it directly and subtly. It's not exactly like this, but it's kind of like this. It's like you are communicating with it and you're, you've made contact with an infinitely benevolent, beneficent, loving being. It's like, it's kind of like that you've made contact and it's appreciating the fact you've made contact. Uh, to put some words on it, of course that being is you. <laughs> but it's like that, you feel held by it while you are it. You feel safe and loved by it while being it. It's seemingly a paradox, but it 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 is what it is. You feel nurtured by it while you are also nurturer <laughs> it doesn't matter if you go in and out of it there's no pressure here you don't it doesn't matter if you go in and out of it you get lost in thought it's always here it's always here waiting You're just going hey i'm here don't worry you can go off into thought you can play the storyline that's fine i'll be here you can come back whenever you want i'm here to rejuvenate you replenish you to nurture you i'm here i'm infinitely compassionate infinitely loving always here you can go off into your story anytime I'll, I'll be waiting and then you turn around you feel experience directly for even a few seconds or a few minutes it, sometimes instantaneously it's just noticed like oh that feeling is there that warmth that comfort that safety that homeliness is there if you don't feel it right away that's not you're not doing anything wrong it just keep to stay there just feel it it's there it's the longer you stay with it, the more it's it's allowed to kind of just penetrate the cells of your being. It's allowed to just flow its way into into you. It's just it just is usually blocked, blocked out, seemingly blocked out by the things that you're calling it, your interpretations of experience. But once you open to it and you feel directly into your experience, use the senses, use whatever tools you've got, just be with your experience directly. You're allowing it to saturate you, to be you, to enter your life, to enter your world. 
and it's just inviting you every moment like feel me let me make contacts i'm here for you even if you don't want me i'm here for you it's that loving that it even if you don't want it it's still there it presents as not wanting it it presents as not finding it it presents as not feeling like it it presents as feeling like a person presents as the mundane life it presents as a spiritual life presents as everything that's really the point it presents as everything and anything what is it well it's you it's pure presence it's sentient intelligence so go with your resonance what was that thing that sparked curiosity or interest or a sense of expansiveness when you came across the message of non-duality there was a resonance it wasn't just oh that that's something i want to learn that's something i want to take on as a belief there was a hint of knowing there was a hint of recognition in that resonance something resonated you read something you watched the youtube video and it sparked something just something what was it that resonance that's your homing beacon it's showing you the way so that humming beacon started to glow started to radiate some kind of frequency and there was this knowing there's something in this you can't leave it alone that's the thing with non-duality there's this recognition but then you kind of overlook it you kind of disregard it and you focus on the finger that was pointing to the moon you focus on the teacher or the teaching not what the teaching was pointing to or what the teacher was pointing to. It was always, it was always the moon. It was always the moon of resonance. That was your guru. That was your teacher. So what was that? Just inquire. See if you can remember. What was it? That sense of this is right. This is home. This is real. Can you recollect that? If that resonance could speak, what would it say? For me, it was exactly that. It was, I know this. This is so familiar, so homely. I am home. Don't look anywhere else. Don't do anything else. Don't assert any effort. You're home. You already are presence. You already are here. And you are what you're searching for. Your very presence is what you're searching for. But you focus on the body rather than the body's presence where you focus on you fixate on the teachers the teacher rather than the teacher's presence and if you feel the presence of the teacher the presence of the body again there's no separation there aren't two presences your presence is the teacher's presence or your Innate intelligence is the same as the teacher's innate intelligence. A teacher can only present interpretations of reality. Sometimes we elevate teachers to the level of, of a god. Or that they sit beside God somehow. And that they're the mouthpiece of truth. But they're not. The mouthpiece of truth is your felt resonance. And it's always calling you. It's always calling you to the home you've never left.
So heed that resonance, feel into it, it's asking you to follow it. It was there before you started meditating, it was there before you did the first inquiry, before you watched the first YouTube video, before you went to the first satsang, before you even had a sense of, felt a sense of resonance. That resonance was just a, a palpable impression of the innate intelligence, which is already always here. Can't not be here. It's everything. It's what all of these experiences are made of. That innate intelligence which sometimes appears as resonance. So trust that. Trust your resonance. Trust your sense of knowing. And if you think you don't know, then great, that's a great start. That's wonderful. Can you trust that not knowing? And so just being with experience in this very simple way in a very subtle way always asking what's the nature of this what's the nature of this what's the real nature of this experience what's the absolute truth of this you never find an absolute truth not conceptually anyway not not in thought form but in the reality of the visceral actuality of what's present and that is presence itself this presence is absolute presence is how you know you are how you know you exist, how you're able to say, I am, with utter conviction. I am. I don't know who I am, what I am. I know I am. And this presence is sentient. It's awake. It isn't simply the space before or around something. It isn't a point in time. This presence is the very fabric of reality. The very non material fabric of reality so therefore nothing can veil this because there is only this everything reveals it actually everything affirms this presence 